You are listening to The Great Reset, Brotherhood. Chapter 6. Ministry of Truth Parker Flynn found himself navigating the intricate maze of the ministry, with Simon Blackwell as his guide. The grey walls of the large hallways were punctuated with circular screens, displaying a never-ending stream of League activities. The broadcasts were relentless, with every screen detailing the various exploits and initiatives of the League. It was enough to make anyone feel slightly unnerved, and Parker was no exception. You guys certainly seem to be running a tight ship, he remarked, his voice echoing down the narrow corridors. I suppose you can't wait until you can take a break. Blackwell, leading Parker to a shiny metal office door, chuckled at the notion. A break, my dear Mr. Flynn, the League is only getting started. He held his armband up to the scanner at the door's handle, and it flashed blue and clicked open. Please, let me show you. Parker followed Blackwell into his office which was dominated by a colossal screen at the far end and centred by a large circular desk. The room was spartan, void of the usual clutter one would expect in an office, but the desk was a different story. It was completely covered with a crafted model, a meticulous replica of the heart of London. As Parker approached the desk, he studied the intricate details, the River Thames flowing through its core and Big Ben standing tall and majestic. However, it wasn't alone, the iconic structure was almost dwarfed by not one, but four large rectangular monoliths, their shadows cast long and dark over the miniature city. Fantastic, isn't it? This is London reborn, Blackwell exclaimed, his eyes gleaming with an almost fanatical light. It certainly looks impressive, Parker responded, his gaze fixated on the meticulously detailed structures. But what are these other buildings? I assume one is this building, the core library ministry. The Big Brother program is undergoing a bit of a rebranding, as you might be aware from your investigations, Simon began, his voice brimming with a mix of pride and excitement. For starters, this building and its operations will soon transition to the Ministry of Truth. He pointed to the tower east of their location, on the other side of the Thames in South Bank. This will be our Ministry of Plenty. It will be responsible for economic affairs, rationing and scarcity, especially while we are addressing the refugee crisis. Parker's eyes followed Simon's gestures, taking in the details of each pointed-out location. And over here, Simon continued, indicating a spot near the Tower of London, will be the Ministry of Peace. We decided to establish a new hub for enhancing communication between the League and the armed forces, and for overseeing police actions and peacekeeping efforts. And war, Parker interjected sharply, his eyebrows knitting together. Certainly not, Simon replied with conviction. We haven't had an armed conflict in over half a century. We intend to keep it that way. Right, Parker responded, somewhat unconvinced. And what about this last one here, near Farringdon? Simon's eyes lit up, and his smile broadened. That is a personal favourite of mine. You see, while all the other ministries are focused on management and bureaucracy, this ministry is solely focused on one thing. Love. Parker, trying to stifle his amusement, sensed that Simon was unamused by his reaction. I understand your scepticism, Parker, Simon spoke calmly, his gaze unwavering. But leaders often overlook love as one of the fundamental desires of life. This ministry will make it its mission to ensure that everyone loves their lot in life, and intervene when love cannot be found. Parker, 
still not fully convinced but careful not to offend his host, simply nodded and said, Well, it sounds like a noble idea, that's all I can say. After the last six months, the world could certainly do with a bit more love. Exactly right. Simon nodded in response, seemingly pleased with Parker's remark. Anyway, enough with this big picture stuff. Let's get down to business. The Nixon administration said that you wanted information on the Herald case. I have been authorized to give you whatever information and access you might need. Parker responded, Well, that's part of my first question. You just said there was a case, right? Does that mean it is actively being pursued by anyone at the moment whom I should speak to? Placing his notebook on the table, Simon answered, We currently don't have an investigative team on Mark Herald at the moment. Off the record, I can admit that thanks to his connection with the Brotherhood, he has been able to quite competently go to ground and avoid detection up to this point. Our hope is that by assisting your investigation, we might get a fresh perspective. After it was made clear that he was not stepping on anyone's toes, Parker started building a bank of potential leads. So his father is dead, I know that much. But what about the mother? Do you still have her in custody? Simon's face transformed from warm to a stiff frown. I am afraid that particular detail has been closed to you, Mr. Flynn. You see, Bridget Herald was being held under house arrest by the British authorities, as was the entire family shortly after this all went down. But when she was caught with damning evidence that she knew John Herald had a death wish, the public hate could not be contained. Justice needed to be served. Parker didn't need an explanation as to what the public hate demanded. He had seen the broadcasts of the public executions dealt out by the League over the past six months. They were incredible. Not in the way one applauds something, though some certainly did applaud, but incredible because you couldn't believe it. A brutal and primal taboo brought to every screen. After a while, the disbelief wore off, and they just became almost routine, a chance to yell, scream, and shout at the embodiment of hate, a way to grieve for the millions lost. Flynn had obviously missed Bridget's execution broadcast. He had stopped watching them altogether after about a week or so. Parker, with a tone mixed with frustration and curiosity, inquired, Damn. Well, what about the partner Elizabeth? Where is she being held? Simon's face turned back to a smile. Why, she is right here in London. She has been most helpful in aiding us in the location of other Brotherhood cells and conspirators. He then picks up his notebook again and flicks through the pages. She is being held at Scotland Yard, currently serving a reduced sentence of ten years. Parker responded, Can I speak with her first? Certainly we can drop in right now if you like. Parker, feeling slightly jet-lagged, rubbed his eyes. If it is all the same to you, I think I need to get some shut-eye first and pick this up in the morning. Simon, smiling, and beginning to walk around the table to the door, spoke. Not a problem, Mr. Flynn. I mean, it's not like she's going anywhere. Parker awkwardly smiled at the remark, following Simon to the door. One last thing, Parker interjected. Would it also be possible to speak to the kids tomorrow? Simon paused, taken aback by the request. I don't see why not. They are currently wards of the state, so you will need direct supervision. Perhaps we could drop by the school and speak to them then. Sounds like a plan to me, Parker responded, followed by a yawn. Thank you for your hospitality. Any time, Mr. Flynn. Also, your driver should be back soon, so just wait in the lobby. And with that, Simon closed the door and turned around to face the large screen. In that moment, his smile faded, the air of charisma disappearing like it was all an act. He then walked back to the model in the centre of the room, and from underneath the lip of the table, 
He pressed a small button. The screen at the end of the room then flickered to life, a dark figure appearing in a dimly lit room. Well? The figure spoke in a robotic tone. Simon smiled, his eyes gleaming with a blend of cunning and triumph. This cowboy is going to be like putty in my hands. You have been listening to The Great Reset Brotherhood by Blake Hamilton.